Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 535. Today we're going to take a look at Colony. Now this is a new game from Bezier Games coming out about now, but I believe right about Essen or at Essen it will come out officially. And what this is is a sort of futuristic themed dice building or sort of deck building game with dice. Uh, you will have sort of a starting set of cards that you can use. You can activate those and then you can be rolling dice to sort of generate these different types of resources or currency used to buy other cards which will give you points and also different special abilities. And then you will set up the display of cards that you can purchase and it's going to be very different every game. So a lot like Dominion you kind of have some starting cards that are always in play and some more you know general generic types of cards and then you can really kind of tweak your experience to be very attacky you can actually have trading you can do kind of more the towards the engine building sides of things but before I start reviewing it uh, let's go into how the game works and then I'll tell you what I think of it okay I just want to kind of give you a sense of the insert because it actually does give you a sense of the game a little bit so of course you got the rule book and here we've got sort of a dominion like insert where we have here the score tracker and so players will have uh, little tokens in their color and you're going to play to a certain number of points. So in a four-player game you'll play to 15, in a two-player game you'll play to 20 and so on. And then in here you can see these have like different types of cards. So everybody have this different starting uh, hand or deck here and you can see these are double-sided. I'll explain that in a minute. So you've got your sort of uh, warehouse 2.0 and your supply exchange 2.0 there. But everybody will start with the same four cards in their color and then you have a bunch of fallout shelters that will be out here on the board. You can collect these and then you have here the starting cards. So you're going to have a uranium mine for example and this will give you a die that is a six and you'll have this one here which is the fiber mill which will give you a die that is a five and so on. So these will be sort of like these resource generating types of cards and these will always be available for purchase in every game. Now you can see here is the purchase cost up there. So you need three threes and two twos. Or this one for example you need a pair of sixes and a pair of twos there. Or you might have something a little bit more interesting here which is you need a six and then four of a kind. Now everybody has these little player references that you can use and then you're going to go ahead and pick from these other remaining cards and there are different types of cards. So if you look up here we've got the three attack cards and uh, we've got here some kind of engine building cards, some trading and defense cards here. Uh, so these you can kind of mix up and play as you want. The game gives you a few different sort of suggested layouts, you know, if you kind of have a very attacky game. You have some attack cards and some defense cards. You have some engine building cards. You can really play around with this and be very extreme with it if you want. This is going to pop off here and we're going to have a bunch of different dice. Now there's two different types of dice. There's these solid white ones here and these are called stable resources. You can keep these if you want uh, between rounds and you also have these unstable dice, these nice frosted dice here. These are unstable, <laughs> so they're going to come during your turn and then they're going to disappear if you don't use them on your turn. Now the last thing we have here is the player tokens for the score and also these little uh, bits here, these chips. And these you can acquire during the game. Now you can collect these as much as you want. You can spend up to three of these at the start of your turn and these can give you these unstable dice. But the thing is, is like you have this resource, you just don't know what it is. Because each of the different resources uh, represents like a different type of good. 
Okay, so I've just set up a few cards here to give you some examples. Now your turn is very simple. You're gonna start each turn off probably with at least one or more of these stable dice. And they're gonna have the fixed number whatever they had in the previous round. Uh, to start with the game, you have three to start with and you take those off. Now they're available for you to use. Then the first thing you're gonna do is take three dice out of the supply and roll them. So you're gonna roll them like so. You're gonna then keep one of the dice, and so we'll go ahead and keep the five, and then we'll pass the other two dice to the player to our left. Now in a two-player game, one person will keep the die, then you get the other one back. In a three-player game, the player to your left will choose a die, and then the third place player uh, will get that one. And then in a four-player game, whoever the fourth player to your left is doesn't get a die, but they will on the later turns. So you're gonna have these dice then to use, and you can also spend, as I said, up to three of these uh, you'll have these uh, through different parts of the game, and then you can get then uh, one of these unstable resources with your roll, and then now you've got that, and again, you've got to use that. So then you're gonna go ahead and activate cards that you have, and then also probably purchase other cards. So here's the cards that you have here. Uh, let's see. Now the first one we probably wanna take a look at here is the supply exchange. Now this one you can take any pair and turn it into any other die that you wish. And I should say, oops, that this is actually a stable die. So if it's black like that, it means it could be unstable or stable. And if it's white, then it's gonna be stable. Or if in this example here, it's gray, then it's an unstable die. So that's the exact type of die you have to use. So you can take any two dice here, which we have a good example for here, these two sixes. And if we wanted to make them, I don't know, a five, then we could do that. We could turn those into a five and get rid of those like that. So that's the supply exchange. And then you have here uh, the construction. Now the first thing you probably will do early is get one more of these little chips here. The other thing you can do, you can actually use this to purchase. And I should say you can only do these once per turn. You can just kind of tap them to show that you've used them. And then this one allows you to purchase one of these uh, version 1.0 cards. Because as I showed you before, they do have a version 2.0 on the back. So let's say we had this one here. We had a pair of sixes and a pair of twos. We could buy this one here, and then we get that down here. And then this one, again, will give us a, a unstable five when we use it. And the other thing it will do is if we look at the bottom here, see if it shows up, yep. So that will give you a point. So all the buildings have a variety of points. Like this uranium mine here will give you two points when you build it. And what you do is you just buy, and sometimes you can discard cards, but you just do what you're gonna do on your turn and then look at and count up how many points you have and just kind of evaluate that at the end. Now one thing you might also do here is the upgrade. You can do this once per turn as well. And you need a one, two, three, four, and then you can take a card and then flip it over. And then it's now it's 2.0 starts. So you can actually upgrade this. So now you only need a two, three, four to do an upgrade. Uh, one thing you might upgrade here is your warehouse. So if you upgrade that, boom, then you have some extra dice that you can store between rounds. Uh, if you upgrade the supply exchange, you can take any two dice and turn them into any dice. They don't have to be matching like they did here on the side one. And all of these have this. So for example here, the uranium mine, this has a six that's unstable. You upgrade it, you get a stable one. Well, that's much more useful. And they all have different things here. Let's look at some different examples now. Uh, we have here an attack card. So this is a swindler here. If you activate this, you can sort of force an exchange. You can exchange an opponent's uh, any die for any other die. If you upgrade this, you exchange the opponent's die for any other die or two for two. So it gets a little bit more nasty. However, you have here a defense card, which is this force field. It says when built, 
add a die below. You're going to roll that. When attacked, uh, when attacked, you reduce that by one. And then if that is uh, if the die is then reduced down to one, you remove it. So then you you know the force field's been used up. So you can use that to prevent attacks. And then you've got an upgraded version of that. So when you get it, you just get a six. So remember on this side, you have to roll. And so you may not get a very good force field, but now you're going to guarantee the good, a good force field that's going to prevent many, many attacks. Uh, you've got other ones here. This is a time lock vault here. You can actually store extra stuff here like that. And no, oh, it's a different one. Let's see. Uh, here, here's a trading one. Uh, this one is so you can trade with one opponent. Then both of you and your opponent gain a stable resource that you can roll. Now you both have to agree on these trades. If we look at the upgraded version here, trade with one opponent, then you gain two and your opponent gains one. So the other thing to note here, which I should have mentioned earlier, see how when I buy this, it gives me two points and then I upgrade it and it'll give me an additional point. So now it's worth three points as it's upgraded. And these other ones here will also be, uh, give you sometimes more points there like that. Now, one interesting thing that you can do is you can discard uh, a card from your supply, anything, anything that you have here, and then you're going to gain the stable dice equal to the difference in points between you and the leader. So if you're like four points behind, you can trash maybe, I don't know, you wouldn't trash upgrade, but you know, maybe something, and then you would uh, then get a whole bunch of dice that you could then have for your next turn, so you have a lot more dice to choose from. So there's a little bit of engine buildup, and then kind of the whole idea of trashing, figure out when to trash to help yourself try to catch up and make yourself more efficient. Oh, the last thing I want to talk about, there's different kinds of scoring cards. Now you're always going to have these fallout shelters, and I'm explain these. So like I said, you need a six and then four of a kind to purchase, and these are going to be worth points sort of equal to the number that you have, or it's going to go up. So if I've got one, that's worth one point. If I've got two fallout shelters, they're going to be worth three points, and then so on. Now you can upgrade these. This is kind of interesting. So if you upgrade this, then, that's not focusing there. If you have one, it's worth two points, but if you have two, it's worth six. But you can't mix these. You can't like upgrade one of these and then say, hey, I've got two, so now I've got six. No, you, you have diff two different sets. So you can have a set of level ones and a set of level twos if you want. But you can get points pretty quick, you know, if you can get four of a kind quickly. Now there are other um, sort of just scoring cards here. Uh, so this one costs four sixes and two threes. And so this is when built, you put a one below. And then the prepare step is the first step of every turn. So you're gonna increase that by one. So it's gonna go up a point each round. So that's very nice, you can just have that. Now you can upgrade it here. And then you can say when you upgrade it, you add the dice from the other side, but then instead it's gonna increase by two every turn. So you can get this and then bam, upgrade it, and then now you're on your way. So that's kind of a variety of the types of cards that you're gonna see. But in terms of the, the turn structure, it's very simple. You, you take your dice off that you got. Remember, you're going to be drafting dice, so you're going to get new dice added to you as the other players take their turn. You're going to add three new dice, and then you're going to go to town and try to sort of you know, manipulate the dice and then try to purchase uh, you know, new cards and sort of set up your engine. And again, the variability in the setup is really going to dictate sort of how the pace of the game goes and how quickly the game might end or how quickly it may not end. Okay, so that is Colony. Uh, what do I think of it? Well, it really reminds me of uh, Favor of the Pharaoh, which they came out with last year at Bezier Games. I gotta say, I like this one a little bit better because I think there's more variety here. Now, there's probably the same amount of powers and things, but the types of powers that this has 
I think is what makes it interesting. So you have the trade powers, which I haven't really been able to get to play with a group that really wants to play with them, but I can see the potential there. So that's the part I kind of not sure about because I just haven't really seen them come to their full potential because I can see a group that really likes to get into the wheeling and dealing and really want to trade, which I like to do. Um, that could be very, very cool. So I think there's potential there for that, which I haven't realized. I can kind of see the potential. Uh, now in terms of the attack and defending, that's another thing that I really enjoy is the sort of the way the attack adds to it. And this is something that Favor the Pharaoh doesn't really have is you sort of tweaks the race a little bit. It doesn't just become pure engine, pure dice mitigation, you know, over and over and over again, which some of these games tend to be. So you've got to really sort of consider building up a little bit of defenses or playing possibly very aggressively and trying to go after and sort of pick and choose and, and take certain dice. Uh, so I think kind of comboing that, you know, with the trading is going to be a very different experience than if you have a lot of uh, resource cards and with just a bunch of the scoring cards. Uh, and I think all of those different approaches are neat because you can be kind of enjoyable for different types of players and different types of groups. And you maybe splash in like one attack card. And again, it has that kind of dominion thing where it's like, okay, well, let's throw in this one card and then see how that works. Now, I'm not going to get all mathy, but the thing about Dominion is you can kind of math that one out a little bit where you can just like buy a card and be like, okay, if you get really good at Dominion, you can just like, okay, do this, this, and this, or just buy gold or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, so you have those things you can kind of really plan your route. This one, you, you can't. You can sort of go at your route, but because of the dice rolling, you have to kind of go at the probability and not just like, this is my path, I'm boom, I'm going, da, da, da. You've got to deal with sort of the adapting to the dice to maybe have more than one path to victory uh, that you're trying to choose. So I really also like the upgrade. That's the second thing that I really like about it is it reminds me of, um, what's the name of that game? There, I forgot the name of the game. It's just spaced out. I was just thinking of it like two minutes ago. Uh, but the uh, the Flip City, that's, sorry, that's what it is. And that has a, it's a sort of a deck building game that you can upgrade. And that's the interesting thing. It's like, okay, do I buy a new thing or do I upgrade this thing? And so you can really sort of, uh, you have to kind of train yourself, I think, to get to know what's possible in the upgrade. Because uh, that's something I've seen where I just go, oh, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy this. And I was like, oh, well, if I'd have upgraded this other card, that would have been much better than buying this, this other new card to my engine. You know, it would have worked much, much better. So I like that aspect of it. It gets more variety, you know, in the cards beyond just like, it does this. And, you know, you get a three every turn. Um, but now you can get a stable three, which is a little bit more interesting because, you know, maybe these other cards, they take threes a lot, you know. So uh, so there's a lot more kind of variety, I think, uh, compa compared to uh, Favor the Pharaoh. But that's immediately what this strikes and reminds me of. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to get a kick out of this. Um, it also reminds me of Dice City, if you've played that. I didn't review that. That's another game I enjoyed. Uh, that had that kind of attacking and combo type of thing where you're building up your tableau. Um, this one seems like a sort of a step up, I guess, and a little bit slightly from Dice City. Um, but uh, so I think if you'd like that game or favor the Pharaoh, this is going to be right in your ballpark. Or if you like like Castles of Burgundy and that kind of game uh, where you have, uh, you know, lots of dice manipulation, lots of kind of special effects. 
Um, but the game does play pretty quickly, about a half an hour once you kind of get into it. Um, so I think that's also a nice bonus as well. So it's something you can also play repeatedly as well. You can say, okay, we use these seven cards, now I'm going to grab the other seven and see, see what that does. And I always like when a game can do something like that. So definitely take a look at Colony. Thanks.